the show. It's 1025 The Bone. Our phone number is 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I feel like this week, for some reason, less people are even out than normal. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. The traffic to me for the first time seemed dead this morning. Usually it's like about the same. Today there was nobody on the road. That's good, right? I yeah. mean, I don't care. I'm getting here <laughs> quicker and that kind of stuff. Um, but who knows? I don't know. I, I, I noticed that Publix was very busy over the weekend. I can't I, I can't thank Publix enough. The Publix near me has, I, I go to three different Publix, and all the workers have been so nice. The people are there, and most of them are, you know, they're they're behind those plexiglass things, but they're still allowing themselves to be susceptible to the, the disease, you know, Absolutely. to the virus. So uh, thank you to Publix. Publix is never short on people. I never have to wait. And people are, are usually buying full carts of stuff. And, you know, 10 people with full carts, you expect to be online for them. I'm flying through the lines. They I- got that one-way system. Mm-hmm. It's going It's going pretty good. And I, I can't thank the Publix. Nice, nicest staff ever of people there. And full toilet paper aisle. Yeah, like I didn't even. Yes. I bought. I went down the toilet paper aisle and didn't even buy toilet paper. I was like, "There's so much now. I don't want it." I'm just surprised that they're not uh, making their employees wear masks. Like I know some, some of them are, are, yeah, but they're not forcing them to. But I have noticed when I go to Wawa, all their employees have masks on. Really? Yeah. Like they're I, forcing. I, the- most public employees are wearing the mask. If you're if you're dealing with food, like in the coal cut area. Or in the fish area, so they're all wearing masks. Right, but the, a lot of the cashiers aren't, so I'm wondering if that's just like a precautionary thing for money or something. I don't think it has anything to do with money, but I don't know what they, I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, it's really a pain in the ass. Yeah. If I had to be there all day and stand there and breathe my own breath in my face, it would <laughs> yeah. probably bug me. Which brings me to this, Calvin. Uh, <laughs> now, did you watch 90 Day Fiance last night? I watched the first. Hour. I think we watched. I watched the second hour. Okay, and boy, was this the best thing. So now you saw, you now Ed, Ed is the greatest thing on Ninety Day Fiance ever. And what did we say? He has disease. Yes. Yeah, there's some sort of disease that's making his neck like shrink and stick, and yeah, his he goes. He's all, he's all jaw and chest. Like he opens his mouth and it opens his chest cavity. It's called Clipple File Syndrome. Clipple File. Yeah. K-L-I-P-P-E. Yeah, he's got the Clipple. His head is sunk into his shoulders. He looks like if somebody took like a Lego figure and melted it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, would you say that if he didn't have the Clipple neck, that he wouldn't be a bad looking guy? Yeah, he's just he's little though. He's little and he's a little pudgy. Yeah. But he's adorable. Yeah. My he, wife says he looks like a potato. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. Like, he, he makes you like him. You, yeah. you look yeah. at him and you go, look at this. But then the stuff that he does, you're like, I kind of like him. I never loved him more than I did last night. And I wish to God you could see this video. Um, So he is he meets this girl, this Asian girl. And he's real leery about going over there. He, he says he loves her. But he's real leery about going over there because the sister asked him for money before he even met her. Right. And she said, please don't tell my sister about it. So he's like, are they both scamming me or is the sister just a, uh, you know, a creep? And he didn't know. He's always got that in the back of his mind. So then they'd send him over there and he is showering with the girl's father. Like he's, so he's, he's living in a hut. They got oh. a chicken in the bathroom. It's just disaster. It's so funny though. And because he's so, he's so out of place. And then she wants him to spend money like in the market so he's really worried about whether or not she's trying to get he's trying to get her money she's cute she's not hot by any means 
She does have for some him. brown teeth. What's that? She has a kid. Him. Oh, yeah, she has a kid. Yeah. She has brown teeth. And he tells her last night, oh, there, Joe is showing where she where he showers with the father. Oh, so they're, they're wearing pants. They're wearing yeah. like shorts or whatever. But and it's not really and, showering. Right. They're standing in a room while they're getting water poured on their head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they have a shower. At one point, this sweet little Asian lady takes the hose and sprays Ed down, and he's very unhappy with it. Oh, it's hilarious. So, uh, so Ed is just worried about whether or not he, he she really loves him. He wants to love her so bad. So. He tells he tells her last night. First of all, he told her her legs were too hairy a couple episodes ago, <laughs> which right. he's he's right. Shave. He's one hundred percent right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's not American. They don't have, they don't do it all the way. So he made her shave her legs. Her legs were too hairy, which I get because he was massaging her feet and legs with like lotion, yeah. and you could see her hair her legs were hairier than mine. I was yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. it was rough. And uh, then last night he told her she had bad breath. Yeah. <laughs> He gave her scope and toothpaste and everything. He goes, because your breath, it's not pretty. Yeah. And she's like, I have ulcers. So, and then to make up for it last night, he took her on a private island. Okay. Okay. And the island had monkeys on it. And he thought it would be fun to go out and be with the monkeys. (laughs) And it was not what he had planned. This is Ed. What is her name? Do we know? Oh, Harry Legs Bad Breath. Rolling up to the island of monkeys. Oh, my God. Here, there's... monkey. Hey, oh. monkey. There's a little monkey. Hi, little buddy. There's another monkey over there. Oh, oh, oh. The, the monkeys are like little thieves. Yeah. And uh, they have those big fang teeth in the front. Oh. And he's not very excited. Her name is Rose. Whatever. What the hell? <laughs> That's the monkey. Oh, that's, that's the, the monkey. monkey oh. oh my god. These weren't the cute monkeys that I was expecting. <laughs> so imagine you read the brochure. It says come and frolic with the monkeys. <laughs> right. Feed them fruits. And you're like, all right, cool. They're they're gonna kill you in your sleep, monkeys. And he is now he's little and he's fat and he's jumping around because the monkeys <laughs> are running at him. First I was kind of excited, but then I realized that we were surrounded by probably ten or fifteen monkeys staring at us, staring at me. Hi. Rose didn't seem to be affected by it at all, but I was I was my pants. Monkey. He wants the food. Watch it. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What the f- He just took my banana. <laughs> I like monkey. I love monkey. He grabbed my banana. He jumped on my back and grabbed my banana. But Ed is scared and he don't want monkey, I know. I think this is funny. I'm terrified. I'm worried about getting bit or, or scratched. I don't like the monkeys anymore. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> The monkey jumped up and he grabbed my banana. <laughs> I was dying. Like a uh, physical banana? Yeah, yeah, he literally had a banana. Okay. And it jumped up and it went in his backpack, grabbed his bag, and took his banana out of the backpack. And he's like, the monkey took my banana. Here's a few things. One, I'm an, oh, on his side. I don't want to be around no, those monkeys. No. Two, if I'm going to see monkeys, I'm not bringing a banana. Right. Unless I'm giving them you a banana. Think, you think that you're going to cut it up and give it to them, but right. instead the damn monkey took it. I don't like the monkeys anymore. I don't like them. <laughs> 
And also, he's trying to get her to grab his banana. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, Joe, I don't know how you got that video so quick, because I had to sit and watch 19 commercials just to get to that point. So thank you. I don't like the monkeys anymore. I don't like them. <laughs> so, that is absolutely the best show on television, 90 Day yes. Fiance. All right, time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. I don't like the monkeys anymore. I don't like them. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, so do you remember the press conference where President Donald Trump was uh, saying maybe we could inject uh, cleaners? <laughs> yes, I, and I doing do. That stuff and I think UV we'll light. remember that till the end of yeah, time. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, on Friday, President Trump claimed that his comments about injecting disinfectants were sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Here he is talking about that. Now, I was asking a question sarcastically to reporters like you just to see what would happen. Yeah. Now... Disinfectant for doing this, maybe on the hands, would work. And I was asking the question of the gentleman who was there yesterday, Bill, because when they say that something will last three or four hours or six hours, but if the sun is out or if they use disinfectant, it goes away in less than a minute. So what you want is the leader of the free world to be sarcastic uh-huh. during a pandemic, right? I, you know, I, I, w- I was on the Migs and Swig show on Saturday, and I said the same thing. Look, you do not want to ask brainstorming questions. You do not want to be sarcastic. It's no time to make any jokes. There's thousands of people are dying every day. There's no room for jokes right now. It's why I don't want to be on the air after a hurricane because yeah. anything you say, people will be like, how dare you say that? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't saying that because they're... Right. Okay, it's insensitive. Yeah. You're going to find yeah. someone. There was a guy on... Uh, Fast Eddie made a funny thing with Kim Jong Un. It was t- t- on the deal or no deal, and it said dead or no dead. Right. And I put it up on our Facebook page or Instagram page, and some guys like I said, anybody going to get any points? And this guy was like, "Oh, points, really? He's he, you know he's still a person. No, he's not. He's one of the most evil dictators yeah. in the yeah. history of the world. And he he turns on his own people and he kills them and starves them. And he's a horrible, horrible human being. And he I hope that he is two. dead. It's right. He doesn't go number two. He's backed up. But um, there is always somebody who f- who finds sympathy with these people, and they'll be the ones to be offended. Right, which is absolutely amazing. Nope. Uh, officials in several states, including Maryland, New York, and Illinois, said that they saw an increase in calls to poison control about exposure to disinfectants after President Trump's briefing last week. Uh, the one where he wondered if injecting them could uh, somehow cure the virus. It's not clear what type of issues the people called about, that there's been a huge spike in people mixing cleaning products that shouldn't be mixed. They've talked about that, where if you're mixing different stuff, you could be oh, blowing sure. yourself up or making toxic chemicals. Or just bleach and ammonia will make yeah. the smell make you pass out. Uh, the public health director of Illinois made a statement. Uh, here is the uh, statement about that. Injecting, ingesting snorting household cleaners is dangerous. It is not advised and can be deadly. In the past two days, there's been a significant increase in calls to the Illinois Poison Center compared to this same time last year associated with exposures to cleaning agents. Now, we all agree that President Trump shouldn't be being sarcastic and saying stuff like that if that, in fact, was him being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're injecting yourself with cleaners... You're an idiot. We could, we could <laughs> yeah. stand to lose you. Yeah. yeah right? I agree. Yeah, I mean... You'll weed yourself out. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're not that smart... Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead yeah. Eat that Tide Pod. Go ahead. Munch Nat- on it. I'm out. Natural selection. I yeah. mean, listen, don't do it. But if you do what? it... 
Done you. Uh, the U.S. death toll passed 50,000 on Friday and now stands at over 200,000 worldwide. Jesus. Earlier this month, the White House said the best-case scenario was 60,000 total deaths here. Now it looks like we'll pass that in the next few days. That's crazy. That's crazy it to really think about. Is. And, uh, you know, people are like to be like, well, the end's in sight. And we don't know that. Um, we don't know that. And we don't know if it's going to get worse. I was looking uh, state by state uh, for the most deaths from this. Uh, in uh, we're ranked number 10. We Florida are? Is, yeah, Florida yeah. is number 10. Yeah. It's bad I, in Miami-Dade area. Yeah. It's real bad down there, especially with all the retirement homes. Uh, there's, but, a lot of, there's a lot of poverty down there, too. Yeah, and, yes. And I think sure. that that's, that's one of the main And old. And a lot of old. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of other states are opening back up early this week, including Colorado, Mississippi, Minnesota, Montana, and Tennessee. We still, still don't have enough testing to know how many people might be contagious, though. Yeah. So it isn't a great day. I don't know. I don't know them opening and doing stuff. I saw Alaska was going to be opening, and they were talking about the restaurants. Had to be reservation only. You could sit at a table only if you're living in the same household. Yeah. And they're going to have tables that are 10 feet apart, and there can only be a certain amount of people in the restaurant. I still say that's... that's well, is that good for the restaurant? The restaurant who, really, if you think about it, a restaurant's a horrible investment, usually, for most, most restaurants. And you have to you have to sell so much food and so much alcohol in order to just keep your doors open. Mm-hmm. So now if they're doing it on half staff, it's almost like they're... Or half capacity, it's almost like they're not even going to break even now. Like, I don't know yeah. if this is worse for them. Uh, it depends. There's there's uh, big margins in restaurants, you know, if you're doing it right and you're, you're, you have people in there. But if you're working on a skeleton crew or if it's just the owners, yeah. you know, maybe the owner family, whatever, there's like four people working the entire restaurant. Yeah. I don't know. And think of the morale for that community with having stuff open again. If people, if it's a community where there are protesting happening, you start opening stuff back up, morale is going to jump. It might not be as safe, and at least people know they're taking a calculated risk. But, you know, I don't know. You don't know. I don't. Nobody knows. Chicago's public health director says swimming pools aren't a great idea during the crisis. And introduced people to the term Fecal shedding. Oh, okay. Wait a second. You mean public swimming pools? Wow. I believe, well, here's the thing is, yes, probably public swimming pools, but also you don't want to have other people over your house swimming. You can't like go if in you public have swimming pools right kids, now. Kids, and yeah. then other kids come over and you go swimming. There's Has anybody fecal, done that? Fecal shedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Has anybody done that? Wait, what is that? What? Had kids come over. <laughs> And other swim in their kids. pool? I'm not swimming the swam in the pool after other people's kids have swam in my pool within a 48-hour period. Mm. There's no fecal matter in my pool. <laughs> uh, she even has a little trouble saying fecal shedding uh, without <laughs> laughing. Here she is. The practice of obviously being in a swimming pool, unfortunately, we do know that there is some uh, fecal shedding uh, of the coronavirus, if I can go ahead and uh, share that. And so as well as associated with pools, you would have locker rooms with which people would need to change. So you would have more people congregated in the same setting. Yeah, I don't think anybody's uh, out there in public swimming pools. I don't think any of them are open. But also, uh, if you're having people over your house and <laughs> don't... I don't know who's doing this. I don't know what you're relating to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yes, I don't want anybody fecal shedding in my pool, which is why I've not invited Spanish and Joe to go swimming. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, no but problem. I miss you. Kids. <laughs> uh, here is one benefit of all the social distancing. The spread of STDs has plummeted. Because people are not having random sex out there, you know, at the bars and 
Tinder and all the different stuff, so STDs are way down. Happiness is also plundered. Yeah, I would would imagine that is a thing as well. Uh, Everybody's using Zoom. Everybody's on Zoom calls and stuff for work and with your family and all the different stuff. Why didn't we invest in Zoom last year is what I want to know. Zoom is making some serious money. Uh, although, isn't Zoom like from China or something and or Russia? They're watching us. I don't know. Well, it's easily hacked. They they put out a report last week that said like you're supposed to change your password like every two days mm. because they're selling your information. They give it away and then people can easily access your account. All I know is this company was like, don't use Zoom. Yeah. And the other day they were like, hey, Zoom. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, uh, mixed okay. messages. Well, a planning commissioner in California had to resign after a Zoom meeting showed him drinking beer on the call, slurring his words, and tossing his cat across the room. <laughs> Do we have video of this? Yeah, the cat oh, was meowing, so he picked it up, introduced it to everyone, and then at the end of the clip, you can see him throw the cat, and you hear the cat squeak and meow and stuff. Uh, we have it up on Bone TV. Here we go. Uh, next is... Um, He's in the one in the second box down. Commissioner Plaster, do you have any comments the that you would like to make? Uh, yes, Third if I'm down. allowed to make them. Yes, is. This, is the, this is the section where I, I you can, Commissioner Plaster. Okay, first I'd like to introduce my cat. <laughs> I mean, he just oh, chucks him. I was um, a little disappointed because I couldn't get an answer about the store opening and closing hours. Can uh, can we get a roll call on that? Yes. No, Vice Chair, I'll. And then I'll he's take just care gone. You don't even see him. Is he drinking? Yeah, yeah. So it looks like he's and you can hear him. slurring his speech and all this stuff. And okay, first I'd like to introduce my cat. Oh, that's funny. Oh, come on. Don't uh, throw the cat. He didn't really throw the cat there. I mean, I throw my cat like this. <laughs> threw the cat. I mean, yeah, he just gave it a little toss. I mean, he was, a very, on their feet. He was an uncaring toss. <laughs> it was know, an uncaring I, toss. I give my cat a little boop, boop. You know, uh, he was like, I don't know. What I don't understand is look at those boxes. The guy in the top, good. Guy on top right, eh. guy in the middle, okay. The lady, she's fine. Like it's like the, the the guy at the bottom. Stop with the camera shooting up at your face with the lights behind. It's like nobody took two seconds to just adjust their camera. <laughs> it's unbelievable. This is why people we're not at the technology point where we could use Zoom for TV and all that. Those those online shots look terrible. Right, and here's the thing: is if you own a business or run a business, and that guy shows up in the bottom right hand corner. Uh, Sam, you're fired. Yeah. Because your attention to detail is terrible. That's right. You're fired. You're out. I can't imagine you doing your job properly if you can't even make your phone call, right. video phone call look good. I, I spend $12 to make my video phone calls look good. I got a little light. I got a little bit of a... Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. I grabbed a the lamp. Yeah, I grabbed the lamp, grab grab it over, it looked beautiful. Yeah. A uh, 36-year-old construction worker right here in Florida named Richard Hamilton did not want to work last week, but instead of calling in sick... He called in a bomb threat. So apparently he was already on the site doing construction at a water treatment plant near West Palm Beach, uh, and he wanted to go home, so he called in a bomb threat, and about 20 people had to be evacuated. The cops must have traced the call because they questioned him, and he claimed he lost his phone, but then he fessed up to it after they searched his car. He's charged with making a fake bomb threat. A judge released him on $10,000 bond. We have a picture of old Richard up on Bone TV there. All right, but this is my question. Has it ever been successful? 
I don't think so. Oh, we so. got out of going to school uh, today because I called in a bomb threat. Or I got out of going to work because I called a bomb threat. Maybe back in like the uh, late 70s, early 80s when they didn't have video everywhere. Yeah. And you know, and you called from it. a pay phone. But have, has there ever been like, oh, we don't have to take our test today. Why? Oh, because somebody called in a bomb threat. Yeah. It's never happened. And if you're the, I know you have to take the proper precautions, but also... Um, none of that stuff ever pans out. So you know, we have to close the construction site. Why there was a bomb threat? Why would anyone ever blow up this construction site? Yeah, you it know? was weird. When I worked in the nightclub business, we had a bomb threat a couple times, and we had to evacuate the entire yeah, building. So, yeah. It's just someone probably got thrown out. Yep. You know, was drunk and being an ass and got thrown out, and then they called in a bomb threat. We had to shut it down oh. and have the dogs go in and walk through and stuff. And then it's like, all right, we'll open back up. Yeah. You know, we a had, nightmare. We yeah. had a drill in school. You know, you had, like, fire drills and stuff where you had to, like, go out in the hall under your desk and stuff. Yeah. We had a bomb threat one day just because there was one. And they brought the dogs in and searched. But literally, they just took us across the street from the school. We stood out there for 20 minutes. Yeah, the yeah. bomb would have got you there a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dogs walked through, and then they put us back in school. We're like, are you kidding? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what? Now, if you make a bet and you lose, what do you do? Pay, pay up. Pay up. Yeah. Don't make the bet if you're not willing to pay. Agreed. If you lose. Pay Go up. get yeah. a thousand pennies and bring them in. Uh, <laughs> Carmen, Oof. don't even start. <laughs> That'll make me get so mad. Well, a guy in Montreal lost over half a million dollars. Oh, you run. You go on the run after that. <laughs> playing rock, paper, scissors. What? And he had to mortgage his house, but a court just ruled that it was not a legal bet, so he doesn't have to pay. Oh, come oh. On. You're a scumbag. Yeah. yeah, you have to kill that guy. Yeah, you're a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you're betting a half a million dollars on rock, paper, scissors, you have a problem, we get it, whatever, but you made the bet, you got to be able to back it up. You hold somebody to a million, a half a million dollar bet? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, come scissors. on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think that's, Are I don't know. that bad in Montreal right now? They're so bored that they're betting on rock, paper, scissors? Listen, if it's, if it's like... You know, play one game of rock, paper, scissors. I'll bet you half a million dollars. But if you're playing for 10 grand and then right, it's 50 grand and yeah. then you're like, uh, I got to win my money back, I'll go half a million on this one. Ugh. Then, yes, you hold him. And who takes it to court? Don't take it to court. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Carmen, I think you're going to be pretty goddamn excited about this. Oh, yeah? Uh, you still got any guacamole, free guacamole left? Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's table side. You can't get in there right now. I know. Do you think they would honor it, though? Like to go? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they would or not. I'll but <laughs> Chipotle just uh, shared its guacamole recipe so you can make it at home. Boo. Oh, you don't like it? I don't like Chipotle's guacamole. Uh, it's- well, it's up on Bone TV, so don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, it's basic. Their recipe. Yeah. It's not like... It's not bad. It's basic. Yeah. It's just not anything special. Basitos guacamole. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's the bomb. That's legit. Yeah. Let's get that recipe. You got to get one of those stone bowls to crush it in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, Chipotle is uh, two ripe Haas avocados, two teaspoons of lime juice, two tablespoons of cilantro chopped up, a quarter cup of red onions diced, half jalapeno, including the seeds diced, because that's where the heat comes from. right. And then a quarter teaspoon of kosher salt. I don't it does think, sound, sound pretty basic. Yeah. Uh, Need a little I don't more think salt. that puts it like fills one bowl, though. Sounds very little. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you want more, double it. And double it up. Figure that out and stuff. Uh, didn't they come out with a uh, queso that everyone was like, nah, we don't like your queso. Chipotle? Yeah, didn't they? Maybe. I've uh, never been a big Because I remember either. them saying, like, we heard you and yeah. we're changing up the recipe. <laughs> 
was people, they were like, we got queso now. And everyone was like, we don't like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> all, all I know is I ate there and my hands swelled up like uh, baseball gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Sodium. Yeah. All the sodium. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Don't eat salt for a while and Whoa. then eat some stuff. And it's like uh, tortilla chips. Oh. I would get unsalted tortilla chips for the longest time, and then they didn't have any, so I had to get salted ones. And I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> you're like choking to death. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just eating one. Uh, uh, a bottle of water. Uh, Tostitos has uh, lightly salted now. Those are far superior. Yeah, they're the really good. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good, yeah. Because yeah. they really do. It's too much. Hurts my tongue after salt. a while. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, you have the big balloon hands and all that stuff. <laughs> when you, the edamame, and you put the salt on it, mm-hmm. it, like, rubs my tongue raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I kind put- of salt are you using? Uh, pink salt. Yeah, Himalayan. Himalayan. Yeah, that's a good stuff. Yeah. That's where it's at. But it's delicious, but it like hurts my tongue. Uh, Spanish, I could see you probably doing this. Maybe Carmen as well. Wendy's gave out the free chicken nuggets on Friday. So a guy in Oregon drove all over town and stocked up at 11 different locations twice. And then <laughs> yeah. actually tweeted at Wendy's about it. We have a, a picture of the guy. Look at the guy. He looks exactly like a guy that would drive yep. yeah. 11 yeah. miles, whatever, <laughs> or yeah. to go to 11 different locations twice Gross. to get all this stuff. He's he wearing like vanilla ice. Yeah, yeah, and he's got Hanes underwear around his neck as if that's his buff face mask. Yep. <laughs> yep. Looks like it. That's someone's dad. There you go, America. <laughs> oh, his fingernails look yeah. gross. Uh, you can just imagine. Uh, but Wendy's was like, we respect your hustle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course you do, Wendy's. Yeah. Now, and, the, and the meth that you're putting in the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the chicken. Now, Listen to this before you go, no, no. because you're initially going to think that it's gross, but once you wrap your head around it and see it, you'd be like, like, ah. like pickled pinwheels? What? Yes. Okay. Smuckers, of course, famous for jelly, mm-hmm. is now selling Uncrustables filled with taco meat instead of peanut butter and jelly. No. What? Listen, though. It's not like the regular bread. Oh, okay. It's like a... Uh, An empanada? Yeah. Yeah, and it's got the taco meat in there. There's a picture up on Bone TV of what it looks yes. like. Oh, that's so there it is. Yeah. Taco, yeah. Bites. taco bites. Taco bites, good. Yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty good. I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah. Uh. How genius is uh, Smuckers? They were like, everybody loves peanut butter and jelly. We make jelly. Why don't we just make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and sell them in a box? Yes. For like, what is it? 12 bucks for it four sandwiches or something. Way you too can expensive. make 900 peanut butter and jellies at home for not, for right. 10 bucks. Yes. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable. Uh, but they, cr- the, they cut the crust off for you, Galvin. Yeah, Who guess. doesn't like the crust? I like the crust. I like the crust also as well. Yeah. yeah. Man, like, I'll I'm eat not, it on crustable. I'm not a fan of the crust. You don't like the crust? Not really. I if like you it. Toast it. Well, yeah, and, and when if you like, I make mine with extra jelly. So when it comes out the sides, and you eat the crust with the extra jelly bits, sop it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sop it up. Yeah, I get that <laughs> extra jelly sop. Uh, I had that hint water that I told you about, and uh, you know I'm talking about uh, Smuckers over here. I could just throw some fruit and water. I <laughs> mean, same thing. But you buy it for the convenience. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it's already yeah, done. Right. They have the water bottles that have the right users. so you can infuse and uh-huh. yeah. yeah which by the way ever since you talked about hint water on friday my instagram is nothing but hint water advertising oh really oh yeah so funny it's crazy uh Jameis winston the former tampa bay buccaneer quarterback who lost his starting job to six-time super bowl winner tom brady is the newest recruit for the nfl's new orleans saints Winston, the top pick in the 2015 NFL draft, led the league 
with 5,109 passing yards and 33 touchdowns, 33 touchdown passes last season, but also through 33 interceptions, becoming the first NFL passer with 30 TDs and 30 pickoffs in the same year when the Buccaneers signed Brady, a 42-year-old NFL legend, after 20 years with the New England Patriots. Winston was let go, and now he's ending up at the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, and uh, I thought this was a good idea because you think about it, Drew Brees is only, you know, he'll possibly retire at the end of the season, mm-hmm. maybe two seasons. Jameis would have been good to play under Drew Brees for a year or two and then take over as the Saints starting quarterback, but they just signed that backup. So is he a third string now? Or is he fighting for second string? Well, they've got that guy, Taysom Hill, yeah, who does all kinds. Yeah, $25 million con- contract. But they've been using him in different, like, wildcat formations and stuff like that. Right. I think this is a great spot for Jameis and a horrible spot for the Buccaneers. This is Why? like the if, – if he somehow gets rid of the interceptions – He's going to become Tampa's worst nightmare for no. years. You're, you're, but he won't. He won't. He, he's now on a, He's now with a winning franchise. Do, doesn't the Saints run a lot of like uh, sneak quarterback plays? That's what they've been using that Taysom Hill guy. That's for. what. Yeah. So yeah. Right. At but, least he has a chance of playing and actually you like throwing. I don't think he'll get a lot of playing time this year unless Drew B's got hurt. That's again. the thing. Unless he gets hurt, and if he if they do, is he going to be the guy, or are they going to keep that other guy? No, I think he would be the guy. He would. I think. Then so. it's not such a bad move because for him. Because Drew Brees doesn't have much time left. No, Drew Brees maybe has this year. That's it. Right. So he goes there. He learns his system for a year. He learns under Drew Brees. Then Drew Brees retires, and he takes over for the next couple of years. It's not such a bad move. For Jameis, I think this is a great spot. I mean, they only signed a one-year contract, which really makes it good for Jameis because if Drew Brees retires, say Drew Brees gets hurt, and Jameis comes in and plays really well, and then Drew Brees retires, now they're like, now we got to re-sign Jameis. Teddy Bridgewater just signed like a sixty million dollar contract right. just based on his time in New Orleans, right. where he came well. in from for uh, for Drew Brees. Because that Saints team is very very good. They've owned the they've owned the division for a decade. Right. You right. know they've got a Super Bowl. They're a winning franchise. They lose to us very rarely. Yeah. Question: Are you now a Saints fan? No, I no. can't. I hate the Saints so much. Oh. I've I, I've hate the Saints so much because the Saints have kicked the crap out of the Buccaneers for a decade. And I that, want them to come out with the schedule so we can make a trip to uh, New Orleans. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah, I, I love New Orleans. Yeah, it's it's my second home. You gotta be careful going to New Orleans I, with Gio because he'll stay. <laughs> I read this. It's a rumor. I don't know whether it's true or not that the Steelers offered Jameis a deal yeah. and he turned it down to go to the Saints. Yeah, they said they, the Steelers offered him a longer, like two years and more money, but he still picked the Saints. Uh, I think that's a smarter move too. Not that the Steelers aren't great to go to and play with Ben and all that stuff, but I think that he has a better chance of taking over for Drew Brees in a quicker amount of time over here. Plus, he gets to stick it to the Bucks franchise. He gets to stick it to the Bucks because if the Bucks. if he gets the turnovers down, he's like a, he's a top five quarterback in the league. And uh, now you let your twenty seven year old quarterback go to your arch rival for the next five, maybe ten years. Yeah. Well, uh, I have to tell you, I'm still confident with our pick. I think I'm going to yeah. stick with LTB. I think we'll be good. Tampa just has to hope now that the Tom Brady rental experiment right. works. It's not a rental. Did you see he was very excited over the weekend? He said, I'm so happy to be a Buccaneer. It's it's a rental. Yeah, you you say what you want. He's got I, two. You, I, I think Tom Brady comes here for two years. He goes to the playoffs one year. He wins the Super Bowl another year. And then he says, you know what? I'm going to play three more years. Oh, I'm going to yeah. play probably to 11.50. If, if, it, if it works, then it was, it was worth it. Yeah, but if it, it doesn't work. What do you consider it working? 
a Super Bowl. But if we make it to the if we make it to the late rounds of the playoffs, I'll be just as happy. That's no. Gr- yes, that's that's good, ridiculous. For, that's, but that's good for the organization. People are going to the games. Good, good, good luck getting a ticket now. Yeah. How is that good for the organization? Because if you're making it late to the playoffs, yeah, say the next two years, then Tom Brady retires. Then what happens? Oh, I don't you're know. not getting a quarterback because you went late to the playoffs. Because now you don't have a top. Let me train against Jameis, man. Uh, here is Tom Brady <laughs> talking to the uh, Tampa Bay fans. Yeah. I'm so happy to be in Tampa Bay, and I wanted to say thank you guys for welcoming me and my family into your community with open arms outside of getting kicked out of the park the other day. I'm so excited to be a buck. So we have an incredibly exciting season ahead. I can't wait until we can get together as a team, start our practices, and start working hard to improve. There's a lot of work to be put in between now and the start of the season, but I'm looking forward to seeing you guys at Raymond James in a couple short months. I promise you that. So stay safe, everyone, and let's go Bucks. That's my guy right there. Now, he promised us that there would be football. Well, if it, here's the deal. If there's no football season, we can still go to his house and watch football. Okay. Yeah, he said <laughs> there's right. enough, he he enough room for most people. Right. Just pull the boat up to the back. We're going to play in the back. Me and Gronk are going to play in Is the Is that pool. why you want to buy a boat so you can invite Tom Brady? <laughs> uh, he looks good, nice and tan. Looks like uh, he got the underground haircut and everything, and he looks like he's ready to go. Yep. I think Jameis going to the Saints puts even more pressure on the Tampa Bay Buccaneer franchise. I think they're just laughing. They're fine. Uh, you got to win a Super Bowl. You have to. You've gone all in. Yeah. It's you've you've taken everything you've got and you're in win now mode. If that doesn't happen, you've now set the franchise back however many years. Now, do you have to do it within the first year or the next the second year? Is fine? Yeah, the next the, the time you all... have for the time you have Tom Brady, Two it's years. a short window. You have to win a Super Bowl, or it was for all for nothing. But here's my thing: is you're saying that they're setting them back. They weren't going to the Super Bowl with Jameis. So they have uh, Brady and Gronk now, and, you know, they still have Godwin, and they have Evans and all these guys. They're not getting rid of them, but, you know, Brady will be gone. They bring in another quarterback. If he doesn't go to the Super Bowl, neither was Jameis. Like, you know he what I mean? barely made it to the playoffs. Yeah, but that team was that team was building towards the playoffs. They have been the last couple of years. Yeah, but they, they're still there. They're still building and still doing the stuff. If you take Tom Brady out of there, but and now, even take Tom Brady and Gronk out of there, put in a different quarterback, you still have that team and you're building towards... Yeah, but the Bucks have been chasing a quarterback for forever. So now you're, you're right, now you've gone from having a potential franchise quarterback, which we've wanted desperately, to now going back to the quarterback carousel of whatever whoever happens to be out there, who's going to be a free agent. Every year before, before uh, with Jameis and Josh Freeman, it was always like, well, who's going to be the next quarterback? You never knew who the Bucks quarterback would be the following year, which sucks. It could be somebody good or it could be somebody bad. Like, you want a franchise quarterback. Yeah, but Jameis was there for, what, five? Five, six years and he didn't get it done. If you're well, doing... he, played, he played on like four horrible teams, horrible Buccaneer teams. Yeah, like I don't when know. you're the if if you don't get it done, you're not going to keep the job, right? But like when you're the when you're the number one pick in the draft, you're going to the worst team in the French right. in the in the NFL. Oh yeah, poor poor what Joe Burrow. Yeah. Five yeah. five years he had three three different head coaches. And the time the Saints have had Sean Payton, the Bucks have had six different head coaches. Like, the franchise has been broken for a long time. Who's the worst coach we've had? Jordan played for three different head coaches. <laughs> worst coach we've had? Yeah. Shiano. Shiano, by Shiano. far. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. By far. And, that's, and that was only because the Bucks got burned. They didn't want him. Yeah, who do they want? They wanted, um, they thought it was going to be Chip Kelly. 
who, who oh, was yeah, at the time yeah, yeah. Oregon coach, eventually went to the Eagles. He said he was going to take the deal, didn't, and then the Bucks had to scramble, and then somehow Shiano becomes the head coach, which was Ugh. a disaster. Ugh. <laughs> Brutal. I'm very happy for Jameis. Uh, Me too. I, very I like sad him. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, <laughs> so we start buying you Saints gear now. For no, I couldn't. I, I hate the Saints so much. I, I, I despise the Saints. Do we say who day to you? D E A U. I hate their dumb <laughs> uniform. James is dumb changing faces. the way he spells his name. J E M U X I S. Also, people can stop sending me the tweet of the Jameis has thrown already more passes than the Saints. The Saints yeah. Like it wasn't original the first five times I got it. And it it's was not funny original the now. first time I read it. Yeah, like everybody's tweeting the same stupid thing, and they present it. As if it's their own original burn, mm. which it's not. So stop. Mm. <laughs> yeah, by the way, that's a good rule of thumb. If you're finding out about it, we already know about it. Yeah. Don't send it. To- I'm still getting posts about the world's largest turtle and all that yeah. stuff. Uh, also, it doesn't nullify it when you say you've probably already seen this and then still send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> if you're writing, you've probably already seen this. You're right. Yeah. End of conversation. <laughs> Why send it? Yeah. Uh. Jameis would be great because he already throws the Saints player. Yeah, we get it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I I ordered uh, Gronkowski shirts already. You did? Brady shirts. <laughs> oh, I am so into this season. I need to find... Um, it's not going to happen. A good yeah. sleeveless, a nice Buccaneer sleeveless shirt to wear. We can make any shirt a sleeveless <laughs> shirt. I know, but I, I want to look yeah. like total white trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, of course, we all remember Puddle of Mud doing a Nirvana cover. <laughs> Struggling. Or my favorite. Oh, real, real quick, can you play the? What is the first line that he's? I need a him, him, him. Like I, I mean, you can't make out any words. Out. I need an easy friend. I need an easy fan. Eh, eh, but I like the uh, highlight. Easy friend, oh, so that's puddle of mud doing that's awesome. it. Awesome. Well, then Post Malone. Decides he's going to do a Nirvana tribute concert from his home in Salt Lake City. Now I wonder why he did this. Like, like why Nirvana? Just a fan. He may of be a big fan of theirs. I don't know, but he was raising money for the United Nations Foundation's COVID nineteen Solidarity Response Fund. He wound up raising two point seven million dollars. He had Travis Barker playing drums for him, and then some dude in a dress playing bass. I don't know who he, who he was, but. Post Malone better at doing Nirvana than Puddle of Mud or worse? I haven't heard an ounce of this, and I'd say it's got to be better. I like Post Malone, so I'm hoping it's better. And he's talented. Like, he actually can sing. Uh, Joey, we're going to play this first one. Here is Post Malone doing a little Nirvana. Same song, huh? That's how you much do it. 
Much yeah. better. Because yeah. he's right? doing it in his own style. Like, he's not trying to copy. Well, no, but it's, well, it's, it's, Nirvana. it's very yeah. similar to the Nirvana one, but I think he's doing it in the proper key where he yeah. can sing it. Right. He's know. also saying words, which helps yeah. <laughs> instead yeah. of, like, Definitely weird noises. Sure. But he did, he, I mean, he did a long set. He did, like, over an hour of Nirvana songs. Yeah, I gotta, where can I go yeah. watch this? Uh, go it's YouTube? on YouTube. They yeah. have them all separated on there on YouTube. So that was pretty good. That was about a girl, which we heard Puddle of Mud absolutely destroy <laughs> and make it terrible. He also did one, I mean, he did a bunch of different songs, but one of the ones was In Bloom, which yeah. I think he may have ended on. That was, like, his big final song. That is good. Oh, perfect. Uh, Here's Post Malone doing In Bloom. Check it out on Bone TV. Here we go. Music sounds great. You can't hear it as well in here. I think he was out of breath. Oh, he's doing this because yeah. he's like <laughs> still uh, way better oh, than the other one. Ninety nine point nine percent better than Puddle uh, of Mud. That's really good. I've well, also noticed if you watch a lot of his live stuff, he drinks mostly mm, during his shows. Oh yeah, so always towards the end of his shows, the music quality sometimes suffers, but you always get a great performance out of him. I watched a lot of this, like skipping through, and he was drinking and smoking a lot. Yeah. So I think that it was For like an sure. hour and a half later. That may have been why he's kind of like. But done. especially once he starts rocking out. Oh, yeah. By the way, that bass that that guy's playing is a uh, Rickenbacker 402. That is one of the best. I love that bass. Now, question, it's such a cool look. Question. You have three different musicians in three separate rooms. Yeah. All tuning in and the music is spot on. How can we not have a phone call with no delay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to figure yeah. out what they did because that's a good point because that's really hard to do. They're winning, are they wearing, in different rooms? Yo, yeah, they're in yeah. their own houses. Yeah, they're yeah. not. Oh, well, they are? Yeah. yeah. So they're wearing in-ear monitors, yeah. but yeah, they don't have a delay because they're obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Travis Barker counting them in yeah. and they're all right on it. But like, how insane is that? Like, no mm-hmm. delay. They're not separated. The music is mm-hmm. spot on, matched up. Yeah. We talk about the Grammys every year. The Grammys still <laughs> oh, can't get it right. It's so Zoom's hard to translate yeah. music to television. Yeah. <laughs> And they're know. live in the same yeah. building. At the I <laughs> think this video is from the future. She's got to be. Right? Oh, I, I thought they were all in the same room. That's no, great. No, it's no, even better. Right, yeah. Uh, I don't know who that. I'm trying to find out who the that bass player is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they said his name a couple times. I don't know where he's from. It was something. I don't recognize. It him. was something Lee. They raised three Not million dollars. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. Good job. And sounded much better than Puddle Mud. And <laughs> you got to think. I'm sure they had this planned. But it just seems like a perfect timing where you're like, hey, crappy guys, here's how you do it.
I only tuned in because of the puddle of mud stuff. I'm right. like, well, I got to see how oh, this plays yeah. out. And yeah. also, puddle of mud in the same room. This yeah. 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 <laughs> in the same room with the, some of the best equipment ever. Right. Yeah. And sound yeah. engineers and Mixers. everything. Yeah. And this is still way better. That's so funny. I don't know what's going on with... Uh, Wearing dresses and stuff. Is he yeah, wearing yeah. a dress as well? Post below. Uh, no, I think that's just like well, a, a female shirt. cardigan. Kurt Cobain did that. That's what they're. That's why they're doing. Right. That. Uh, way back he wore. Yeah, a dress. but uh, uh, like, um, what's his name from? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, like, uh, Harry Styles. Yeah. Correct. He's wearing like pearl necklaces yeah. and stuff. And Brian Dong Holy. Nope. Swear to God. Stop. Brian Dong Holy is a Korean American songwriter. He has co-written. Such hits as Work From Home by Fifth Harmony, Let Me Love You by DJ Snake and Justin Bieber, mm. Havana by Camilla Cabello. Oh, wow. So he's rich. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Goodbyes by Post Malone. He also wrote Wolves by Selena Gomez and Marshmallow and oh, blah, 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 and a bunch yeah. of other songs. He's loaded. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you ever play with a band or he know, just as like a writer and producer? And- he's trained as a classi- classical violinist from age oh, three. Wow. So they had a violin. He's playing in front of a pool table and there's a violin laying there. I don't know if he played it at all during any of the songs. That's but really cool. Yeah. He was in a band called Made in America. After that band uh, fell apart, he joined the band The White Tie Affair for a short period of time. Um, but, yeah, he seems more like a producer and a player. Also, the only one who's not getting any money out of this is Travis Barker. You can tell because he's the only one that doesn't have anything in the background that's, like, sponsorable. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, Postmoney has all that liquor, and the other guy at the pool table has a big symbol on it. He is double-fisting beers right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Usually, like I said, Posty gets a little wasted at the end of a show, yeah. which is never not a bad thing, you know. I'm looking at all the things this kid has written. He's got to be totally loaded. loaded, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just Rita Ora, Camille. What Cabello, is his name? Wow. Let me see if I Ryan can find Ryan Dong Ho Lee. <laughs> Come on, Donger, get it. Yeah, I've never heard of him before, but he wrote uh, goodbyes for uh, Post Malone from the Hollywood's Bleeding album, so that's probably how they know each other. Uh, let's see. Get it, get it Dong Ho? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really say what his net worth is. No. He's one of those secret money guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have some new music for you guys. Yes. Is Dong Ho Leona? Because I love their music. He is not. This is a cover. I don't know whether you're know, going to know the song right away. All right. Uh, Joey, don't show the video yet. I want to play it. It is a cover song of something that's very famous right now. And uh, this is a band doing it. Tell me when you know the band or if you know what they're covering. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Don't show the video. Any idea? Not yet. She was a rich woman. She had rich taste. She felt the blood running through her veins. She liked the life she had. She loved her big cats and Son, who's doing it? This is the one about Carol Baskin. Fine, just as sweet as wine, but her husband went to It sounds like the offspring to me. Then it got a finish. No way. You're goddamn right. Are no you serious? Way. Now, Joey, show the video from the beginning. Here we go.
So do I. I was actually listening to Offspring this weekend, man. Dude, it's funny because a month ago I bought their old, old album, Why? Americana. I, just, I love buying. I love that isn't even it. their old, old album. I was listening to their old, no, what, old album. How, what album were you listening to? Uh, I don't even. What's the one? The black one? Yeah, yeah I know uh, that. I don't know the name. The red. They're so good. I wish they were way more popular now. But um, I hung out with them one time when they played here. It was. I want to say it was the first time I ever met Medicine Man. Really? Yeah, it was probably 1997. Were they cool? I imagine they're super fun to hang out with. Well, uh, they did a show at Janice, and then afterwards it was just like a little meet and greet thing. And the guy on the left up there is Noodles, and Noodles is like, "How do you get a name like Cowhead?" I go, "How do you get a name like Noodles?" Noodles. So let's just let's just call it what it is. We're we're both picked on names, and uh, but they were very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a Nirvana. I have an Offspring, a flat they call it. it. Looked like an album cover, and it was signed. Dexter Holland signed it. And then broke the glass. Oh, <laughs> I was like, perfect. Yes. I kept it just like that. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, they were fun. I like Nirvana. I mean, I like uh, Offspring. They were a fun band. Uh, their first album came out in 89, The Offspring. It was self-titled. Yeah. Uh, then in 92 was Ignition. 94 was Smash. Um, I think they really kind of killed themselves with that... Uh, Pretty fly for a white guy. That was off their right? Americana album. But people album. love that yeah. song. Yeah, that, a huge hit. They went mainstream though, with that. Yeah. A lot of people liked it, and a lot of people left. Yeah. Because, you agreed. know, it's yeah. one of those things where they're like, nope, that's not my but band anymore. Especially because that was a huge time where, like, if you were considered a poser, that was like a, a suicide, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ickne on the Ombre was good. Smash is, the, Smash is a good one. I can't play anything off of it. No, yeah. <laughs> they did a great version of uh, The Police. Um, oh, what was the song that they did? Uh, they did a cover of a police song, and it was really good. I can't listen to police now, Galvin, and I got to thank you for this, without looking up Robert Downey Jr. driven to tears in the yeah. police. Such a good song. Yeah, so, they, It's so interesting to me that that was next never... Next to you? That, yeah. That, that was never a standout song, really? driven to tears, and yet everybody Pearl Jam covers it. Oh, I love that uh, song. Yeah. I mean, I, every, but it wasn't, it wasn't like any... It wasn't like a big hit for right. them, you know? Like, oh, they're, it's not as famous as the other songs. Uh, but Robert Downey Jr. really kills Oh, my God. He, he did so sing. well. Yeah, he did a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Hang on. I'm pulling up uh, next to you by The Offspring. And I want to know how that goes How that goes down. Is he backstage before the show? And he says, you know, I, I used to sing Driven to Tears. And he says, well, won't you come sing it tonight? You know, like, how does that go down? Yeah, probably. Yeah, really? Right. Yeah, or, either... But he was so prepared for it. Right. Yeah. Well, he probably sings it all the time. So Sting was probably either this is going to be great or a fall on his face. Either way, <laughs> yeah. it'll be good for people to see Robert Downey Jr. and do that. Uh, here's the offspring doing the police next to you. Yeah. 
There's a lot of times you hear covers and you're like, nope. Yeah. Uh, didn't yeah. do it. You know, if it's a hit one time, a lot of times it'll be a hit again. But, I mean, they really nailed that. I think that's a great cover. This is uh, Robert Downey Jr. doing Driven to Tears with Sting. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, so good. Yeah, it sounds really good. It's also, if it's post-Iron Man, it's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. And every time I see Robert Downey Jr. in a suit walking on stage, I just assume it's Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's something Tony Stark would do. Yeah, he's uh, going to announce the new uh, yeah. Patriot or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, so does longevity make a band better than another? Mick Jagger was asked about Paul McCartney's recent comments where Paul McCartney said the Beatles are better than the Rolling Stones. Here is what Mick Jagger had Paul to Paul McCartney say. said the Beatles are better than Rolling Stones. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. He's a Beatle. He says, yeah, we're, we're better than Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger is a stone. He says, we're better than the Beatles. The Rolling Stones, a big concert band in other decades and other eras when the Beatles never even did an arena tour with a decent sound system, that they, they broke up before that even that business started. So that business started in 1969 and the Beatles never experienced that. Yeah, they played in, in, and they did a great gig, and I was there in Shea Stadium. But, you know, the Stones went on, we started doing stadium gigs in the 70s and still doing them now. So, you know, that's the real big difference that, the, 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 between these two bands, that one band is unbelievably, luckily, still playing in stadiums, and, and the other band doesn't exist. Yeah, well, the other guys died. That was a good dig, though. <laughs> that was a great dig. Uh, they have had guys die in their band, they just replace them. Uh, who died in their band? Ryan the Jones. Yeah. Bass player? No, he was a guitar player, wasn't he? Guitar player? Oh, no, it? I don't know. Keith Richards has been dead for 20 years. That's right. Man. Nobody yeah. told him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess Bill Wyman came in, right? And then, and then oh, I don't know. <laughs> Bill Wyman played bass. And then married a 15-year-old yeah. left the band, right? Oh. He married, like, his wife's daughter or something like oh, that. Oh, that would be weird. And then uh, Ron Wood came in. I think Ron Wood replaced Brian Jones. Well, Ron Woods is a guitarist. Yeah. It was Brian. Because Bill Brian was a bass player. And now they have a bass player that they don't even talk about. Right. <laughs> For real. Like it's like Bob Jones. Yeah. yeah, it's like Bob yeah. Jones. Shush him in the back. back there. It's yeah. actually Kim Dong. Yeah. Yeah. Same oh. with The Who. The Who, I think, yeah. have Pete Townsend's brother playing yeah. bass. Yeah. And then they have uh, Ringo's son playing drums. But they're like, we're the Who. We're the Who. He's not even an apple. He's an orange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have some more new music for yes. you guys. Man, a lot of new music today. I would imagine you'll be able to guess who this artist is right away. This is uh, new from this person's new album. I will play it for you. Tell me if you know who it is. Call it what you want. I don't even care anymore. Selena Gomez. Call oh. me what you need to. This is Alanis Morissette. To Alanis make Morissette. yourself comfortable. Oh, now I get it. So I am to be
telling you. I mean, it's no Post Malone Nirvana, but it's pretty good. <laughs> if you have a big mouth, it helps you sing. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. If you have a large mouth, it helps you sing. Uh, it makes you a great uh, kisser, too. That song is called Diagnosis. It's uh, from her new album that's going to be called Such Pretty Forks in the Road that's coming out are uh, they, soon. I are they, Alanis? Yeah. Such Pretty Forks. Uh, North Korea leader Kim Jong-un hasn't been seen in public since April, April 11th, leading to speculation about his health. There are reports that he's either dead or in grave danger following his heart surgery. I heard rumors that he's just hiding out until the coronavirus is done and not caring about his people, which he normally does. So I don't know exactly what's going on. A South Korea newspaper uh, reported that he needed a procedure to, quote, uh, need a procedure due, due to, quote, excessive smoking, obesity, and overwork. But yesterday, South Korean officials said he's, quote, alive and well and uh, staying in a coastal city called Wonsan, where he has a luxury compound. Yeah. So he might just be hiding out. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if he's just, since the world's making a big deal about it, he's like, I'm going to stay here. Yeah. I'm hide out for we'll be safe. Day. Then he waits on he's like, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I need answers, man. Uh, well, that's right. We'll see. Uh, will we ever get answers? Not a chance. I don't feel confident that we will. Uh, yeah, not a chance. <laughs> Uh, Forbes is finally recognizing Kanye West as a billionaire, which he's been trying to get them to do for quite a while. But he's still mad at them, though. Of course he is. He's <laughs> Kanye West. Because he says, th- he says they say he's worth $1.3 billion, but he's actually worth $3.3 billion. Oh, man. Come on, Kanye West. Him uh, or him and Kim right. Kardashian. No, him. All you idiots about those Yeezys. <laughs> For real. Don't like, call me an yeah, idiot. And those Yeezys aren't bad shoes. I like the Yeezys. They're very comfortable. Yeah. I, I was looking at you. You said all you idiots. All you idiots. All right. I didn't. Generally you. <laughs> they bought the Yeezys. Look, look at the right person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all you. <laughs> you should totally buy a boat. There's a lot of Yeezys in my house. Beacle <laughs> shedding. Uh, sad day for Juggalos and oh, Juggalettes. no. As the insane clown posse have announced that they will be canceling their annual music festival, the mm. Gathering of the Juggalos, due to the coronavirus pandemic. Well, life is, just can't go on. We've anymore. lost it all. This is the first time in 20 years that ICP has canceled that event. What are these nerds going to do? They're going to revolt, man. I'm pretty sure that they're immune. Anybody yes. who's been yeah. to a yeah. gathering of the Juggalos before? Oh. Right. Actually, that's where they should be testing for antibodies. I bet they can find the cure somewhere in that gathering. Or new diseases. Mm. <laughs> that the, news, the new virus kills the old coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, well, that's where the uncurable gonorrhea came from. <laughs> yeah, they're like, good news, you don't have coronavirus, but you got some sort of mutant <laughs> yeah, thing we don't that know we what. can't even... I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Good luck out there. Uh, finally, in news, someone's stealing your ideas. Oh, First time Brady tried. <laughs> College students have been charged with feeding foot skin to their unsuspecting roommate. Oh, no. The student who ate the skin shavings was only identified as fourth roommate, and the skin <laughs> shavings were put in with Parmesan cheese. What? The person ate it in the dorm room, and then they laughed and ha-ha and found out and stuff. And this was all, I guess, right before the pandemic went down. So they're still trying to figure out what to do because they sent everybody home. They're like, get out of here. But, yeah, so somebody stole Fettuccine. Uh, also, who told him? And I think they did. I think they laughed afterwards. And I think it was actually girls. There's not a lot of information hot. with this story. Okay. But I think it was actually <sighs> girls doing Super it. Hot. And also, who calls the cops about that? Like, it's a prank. 
None of you get That's, sick. Yeah, you yeah. get cannibalism. A, a Karen, a Karen, hundred percent calls the cops. It's disgusting, and I'd be freaking pissed. Yeah, like, I don't think I call it cops. I think yeah, I kill them I, in their sleep. I or just something. punch them. Yeah. You shave off your own foot shavings and blow it in their face while they're sleeping. I cut off their toes and make them eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Bag put on his Facebook page. If you're thinking about, if you're thinking, hmm, maybe he's right about the bleach. Do it. We don't need you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, it's true. Uh, that is it for news. Somebody, I put up a. A thing, it was Trump, fake Trump tweet, and it's something about uh, when you wake up in the morning and check your bank account, I put some stacks in there, you know, something like that. Yeah. And so one of our listeners wrote, I know this is going to be weird, but did he really tweet that? Oh. And Which, in his defense, he's tweeted some dumb yeah. stuff, and I told him he shouldn't be allowed to vote. Yeah. 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 For sure. All right. Uh, thank you, Galvin, for news. We will take a quick break. Our phone numbers, if you want to get through. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.